Right. Here we are. We're back. For you, the audience, it's been the fortnight we agreed upon in writing on the internet. <laughs> for us, it's been quite some time. It's been two months. <laughs> How you doing? You holding in there? We're the worst podcasters who, who've ever lived. Nah. She says totally without evidence. <laughs> I mean, I think of myself as entirely average, which presupposes that there's someone worse than me. Yeah, people only get one episode out. There are. That is a that is a, a quote you like to you like to wheel out whenever we talk about about doing this podcast. So if you're out there and you see a single episode podcast, please link it to us so I have something to feel better about myself with. Wow. Wow. What if it's great? I'll be sad. How have you? How have you? How have you been? Me. Yeah. What since since when? Recently. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How've you been? Good. Sweet. Looks like we're all fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're all adequate, so we can move on. And How are you, start... listener? Write in and tell us how you're doing. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> this should be all we put out this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't record anymore until someone <laughs> writes to us. Where can people write to us? Goosestump at gmail.com Really? Wow, yeah. cool. Yeah, email us, please. We don't get many emails. No. Rate us as well. We want ratings. I've decided. Okay, yeah. Yeah, if, you, if you're in the market for rating somebody, please write us. Yeah, but only if you're in the market for good ratings. We'll take bad ratings. We will. But I won't be happy. We don't want them, but we, we do <laughs> we have legally no have to take them. To take them. <laughs> to my contract with Google. Anyway, shall we talk about Goosebumps? No, we better have, hadn't we? Yes, this is episode 14 of Goosebumps. It came from beneath the sink. It did. <sighs> it absolutely did. This, is, this was sad for me because I forgot. It having been at least two months since I last watched an episode of Goosebumps... I forgot that they were like that. Yeah, it's it's um, that's what it says on the tin. Yeah. It did indeed come from beneath the sink. And yet was still somehow a culture shock. Was it? Just from being so bad. Really? You well, did... we've been watching some alright stuff. Well, I know we haven't. We've been watching Hallmark Christmas films. Yeah, this is um, thin. This episode was very thin. But for Goosebumps, I appreciated that. I quite liked that they had a lot of things and they just said them quickly. <laughs> It was stark the way everything was presented. Yeah. Very minimalist in a lot of ways. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> minimal plots, minimal atmosphere, minimal villain, actually. Yeah, but a good actress. A good child actress, which was nice. It's funny you said that, because while I was watching this, I was, I was looking at the people in it, and I thought, you know, I kind of recognise all of you. Yeah. From stuff. And I thought that the our main character that it's it's a family again. You should know this by now. It's always a family. It's a family moving into a new house in the suburbs as it always is. Always is in goosebumps. Always every time. It's never you're never in a city, you're never rural, it's always suburbs, you're always moving because into a house. Because everyone can relate to it a little bit. <laughs> Through the suburbs. <laughs> there is grass, but yes there are also people. Anyway, what I said something pertinent. What what about the actress? What I thought the the actress was um was a was a, the actor even was a woman who played Siobhan Kelly in the show Banshee, but it turns out it's someone even more famous. No, is it? 
It is. It's Catherine Isabel, who you might recognise from a lot of B-horror movies. She was in stuff like Freddy vs. Jason. But I've heard of that. More recently, she was Margot Verger in Hannibal. Like a the TV show? Yeah, a, rec- a recurring character in a... In a Emmy Award. See, I said she was a good actress. Nominated there, TV there show. Go. She's still about acting in a very professional capacity today. Good for her. And she mum, deserves it. Mum was very, very familiar, and I really couldn't place her. But mm. it's Amanda Tapping, who who was played uh, Sergeant Carter in Stargate SG One. Oh, that's too much of a reach for me. I can't remember Stargate. If you if you watched Stargate, she was the main character for like twelve seasons. Wow! And she's the mum here. She, she doesn't really get a lot. Has like no lines, yeah. Yes, before she uh, acquired fame four or five years later. Acquired fame by ill-gotten did. means. And she acquired it. <laughs> okay. So so now that we know we've got um, Margot Verger and Sergeant Carter on cast for this excellent episode of Goosebumps. <laughs> Let's get into the story. Let's get into okay. the plot. Plot happens immediately upon arrival. Yeah, we've come to expect that they've moved they're moving into a new house. They're unpacking their boxes. Margot's not very happy. Is her name actually Margot in the show? No, her okay. name's Cat, but I'm gonna refer to her. Her name's Cat. Yeah, Cat Merton. That's Who's funny because she has a dog. Cat's dog. Cat's dog. <laughs> if any animal could be another animal owner, I think it would be a cat. You reckon a cat would own a dog? I think they have. They do. You reckon that's the power hierarchy in a house with humans, cat and dog? You reckon It goes it's... cat, human, dog, yeah. I see. Yeah. So you own a cat that owns a dog. Yeah, but really the cat's running the house. Like the cat, they're, they're manipulative. If you have a cat, you're not in charge anymore. You're relinquishing your power. It sounds like you're an insane person making excuses. Oh, why? Why is the house like this? It's the cat's house. No. Why? Why is there a skull shrine in the corner? It's, it's not Tibbles my house. Tibbles has got some interesting hobbies. <laughs> it's the cat's house. To be fair, they do bring in skulls, often with flesh on them. That doesn't make it a shrine, but well, so why, why would what you makes leave something it a shrine? Because I've heard this question before. Like, when does a collection become a shrine? I think it's candles. Um, when you're, you're ritualising with intent, I think. Intent. I'm going to say candles, but you're allowed to say intent. That's fine. <laughs> I, I think candles add very strong look to your shrine. <laughs> but it's ultimately uh, a personal choice. I think maybe by candles, it's just a display of intent, isn't it? That's You can have a shrine without candles, but it just won't be very cool. And you won't be able to see it in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a shrine to those little glow stars that you used to stick on your bedroom. <laughs> this is my glow stick shrine. <laughs> I'd absolutely have like a glow a stick rave. shrine. I love glowing things. Anyway, what were we what were we saying? Margot the Catwoman So comes into her new house and she's like, Yo, I have a dog. Cat Cat Merton. Our main character is not pleased to be living in this new house. Oh yeah, she's like the kid never wants to live in the new house. Oh, I miss my friends. Oh, everything was great. That was me at eight. Oh yeah, but that's it. She's only moved like ten minutes away from her last house. Yeah, they're moving boxes, and this (laughs) this kid cycles up, and it's Carlo. Mm -hmm. Here's Carlo, which is Cat's little brother's friend. Mm -hmm. 
He's like, man, you guys... Uh, it only took me 10 minutes to cycle here. Less than. It took like 8 minutes and 47 <laughs> seconds or something. He's like, You've not... Why Why move? You've not, like, moved locations, really. No. You're in the same neighbourhood. Maybe they wanted a bigger house. Maybe mum got a new job and it, she's been getting a steady income that's much higher than what they had and now they want a garden. Yeah, maybe. maybe we do it's know a... that they love digging holes. <laughs> <laughs> we do know that. You don't, but you will later. Maybe it's a highly gentrified area and they didn't have to move very far to find, like, uh, a really much... Maybe they were living in slum housing and just moved down the road. I think 10 minutes can have quite a change in house prices. Yeah, that's in, what, that's yeah, wherever what I you are, like, I don't... That's what I meant. I, I don't think it has to be, like, oh, a highly gentrified area to necessarily just have a diversity of housing. We should be integrating all types of people into the same spaces, Oliver. Yeah, I just think that those <laughs> those same spaces are very, very, very close to each other. I don't, I don't think it goes, like, slum house, nice house, slum house. I think it's, like, a collection of slum houses yeah. and then... Just cross like over across. the river and you've got yeah. yeah. But yeah, they've moved to a new house. Yeah. Eight minutes, 47 seconds away from the old one. <laughs> By bike as well. By bike. A child cycling. <laughs> if you were cool enough, you could do it in five. If you were cool enough. <laughs> yeah. That's how you ride a bike. If you you were... gotta be cool, son. <laughs> if you were good enough at riding a bike, you could absolutely trash that kid at the cycling. <laughs> You're gonna make a terrible father. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm gonna look, if I'm gonna teach a kid how to ride a bike, it's gonna ride a, a bike well. No, it's know. not. It's gonna think it has to do cool like skill points. <laughs> do some cool tricks. Do a wheelie. <laughs> oh no. If you can't do a stoppy, don't even bother riding a bike. <laughs> so yeah, Carlo just exists to to tell us bits of information in this show. Thank God for Carlo. <laughs> So out, so out they come from their car towards the house. Yeah. And the dogs found something. The dog's name's Killer, by the oh, way. Gotcha. <laughs> that was so dumb. Like, you're inviting spooky things if you call your dog something stupid. I think it's very threatening to have a dog whose name is Killer. Which is unnecessary. They're just a regular family by the looks of it. That's a guard dog. Rubbish. A dog shouldn't need a threatening name. The truly threatening are threatening by themselves. But big scary dog is more threatening when it has like a cute name. Definitely. Yeah, like they do this with um that actor all the time, don't they? You know that big actor who's in like Lockstock and all of those? Like Vinnie Jones or Yeah, whatever. Vinnie Jones. They always call him like Munchies or Bunny Rabbit. I think it would be it would act the same for the dog also. If they called that dog like Tim, Tim's a non threatening name. That would be way scarier. Because a dog, a dog's like a regular dog. It's like a it's a German Shepherd yeah. type thing. It's like it's a, a medium good size. Boy. Killer's only funny on a chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like Absolutely. Bruiser. Bruiser. You don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know who Bruiser oh, is. Famous, famous dog lover. Bruiser, chihuahua Bruiser the Chihuahua. Bruiser, okay. yeah. My real G's know who I'm talking about. If you do, please like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> if you know who Bruiser is, like and subscribe before you are cool. <laughs> it would only take you five minutes to get from this house to the new house. Be <laughs> <laughs> doing tricks the whole time. <laughs> so Killer's run into the house and immediately... It's on a mission. His nose... Makes a 
beeline for the sink. He wants to do some dishes. <laughs> he does. He wants. He absolutely <laughs> he knows. He's a very sensible dog. But he smells something something funny. He's like, he no, I smell evil. Scratches at it. Yeah. So Cat comes over and he's like, killer, leave. Stop being terrible. Get outside. You live there now. People in horror films and similar never pay attention to dogs and they need to. Dogs know loads of stuff. Dogs are always foreshadowing. <laughs> Do you not know that your dog is foreshadowing your demise? <laughs> Even though she sent Killer out, Cat is curious enough about what's <laughs> going on. Cat. Because curiosity killed the cat. But satisfaction brought it back. It's become very pertinent later Thank on. Thank you. That's why I said very, it. I'm very wise, know, really. You're, you're really linking together. I know, I'm kind of on it today. It's like we've planned it, but we actually haven't. I have <laughs> no idea what your notes are. I'm just working on the fly here. You're right. You've, you've got. You've sunk your teeth into the word cat. I really you're gonna have. make it fit, yep. even if it doesn't. <laughs> like a kid wedging those shapes into the little shape things. Wedged. I'm gonna do my best to put like a layer of cling film over <laughs> over the top of the puzzle. Anyway, so she goes to have a look under there, and there's a pair of glowing orange eyes looking back at her. In one of the dumbest goose thump things. What is it called? Goosebumps. Goosebump monsters we've seen. Yeah, and she's like, oh, look, it's a little kitty cat. A horrible orange glowing kitty cat. <laughs> she's just an optimist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's, she's saying it to herself because she hopes <laughs> it's a glowing orange cat. She's manifesting cat. it to be a cat. Garfield? Is that you? <laughs> Meanwhile, evil eyes under the sink is like, yelp, yelp. For some reason, I imagine it was sort of a gruff Danny DeVito voice. And you imagine that to be... Ew. Ew. Look, it, but like really <laughs> gruff. Like Danny DeVito attitude, perhaps, but like, give me the, give me the garbage kind of voice. What? Am, who am I imagining? You just say, give me the garbage. Give me the garbage. <laughs> yeah. It does, it does, it does look like a smoker. Yeah, right. Oh, but all we can see is its eyes, yeah, so bring it out to the audience. She sticks her head right underneath, turns around, and above her, she's looking up at like the bottom of the sink, as an evil sponge. You don't seem impressed. It's just... I feel like this kid's going to grow up one day, and she's going to see what an actual awful sponge is <laughs> when she lives with two men... And has to do the dishes. And she's just going to learn that actually the real nightmare all along was adulthood and responsibility. And this sponge is actually fine. This one, this one's alive, so like it's more fun than your average sponge. It's more fun than your average sponge. and It's not it's quite the, Spongebob. It's probably it's the same amount than... alive as our sponge. Just it's collected all of its aliveness into one consciousness. You're right, all of its like bacteria got together to become... They unionised. They unionised yeah. in order to mobilise like, the whole... We need to get our voice heard. They're doing an okay job. That's my assessment. So the sponge is like, uh, I'm a sponge. And, that's, <laughs> and this is the monster, by the way. Like, this isn't like a fake out. We're 50 seconds in and the monster's just here. Just showed up. Here I am. Yeah. It's like a car sponge, isn't it? I don't want people to think that it's one of those little sort of rectangle boys. Oh no, it's like a it's, it's a like big... a natural sponge. Yeah, but like 
It's like big is what I want people to say. Big and round. And like yeah. manky looking. Yellow. Just about. Like it used to be yellow. It's yellow and dirty and a little bit wet. And yeah. It's, it's got glowing eyes and teeth. Oh yeah, the teeth. The teeth are important. It's got teeth. Throws it into I the want... middle of the kitchen. Oh, God, sorry. Can I just introduce a, 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 a new section that I've decided we're doing? Or oh, oh. you can cut out if you don't mind. Um, I want people to draw the monster from just our description and send it in. <laughs> and then we could put it on our Facebook page. <laughs> Please draw files your best interpretation of... of uh... I want people to follow those instructions exactly and draw the monster. <laughs> Remember, sponge, round, absorbent. Teeth. Teeth. Glowing orange eye. More than two. Less than four. More than two? It had like three eyes. Did it? No. I think it had like three eyes. I think it had two eyes. I think you're mad. I think, I you're think going it had mad. three. Well, you decide. As an artist, you take that license. <laughs> we are commanding you to draw things for us, but... It's not a command. It's a game. <laughs> it's a command that is fun. That's what a game is. Yeah, but if they're cool, post them on Facebook. Yeah, might even make it a cover of this episode. We can't you... because they need to have heard the episode first. I send out sample copies <laughs> no. for quality assurance. No, this needs to be open to everyone. Okay, I'll make it. I'll, we'll be one week delayed constantly. No, don't just don't make it the the image for the thing. Just put it out on the Facebook and be like, yeah. You're right. We do need to start engaging people on Facebook. Yeah. Gotta up that engagement. Please follow us on Facebook too. Our economic system is fucked. It's ruined. Follow me on Facebook. <laughs> And she throws the sponge, throws it onto the floor, Yeet. and she screams, and everyone comes running, and, mm. and she starts stammering out about how it's an evil sponge, and she's like, oh, bad sponge, I don't, <laughs> oh, you're a bad one, sponge boy. Killer knew about you. Boo. Boo. So, Dad picks up the sponge, and he looks it over, and he's just like, this is just your basic sponge. Just a basic sponge. Basic sponge. Dad's oblivious to the eyes and the teeth. Or he thinks that's what comes on a basic sponge. I think Dad has some odd ideas about what a sponge should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this reminds me of home. The, the teeth, the eyes. This is what a sponge should be. <laughs> anyway, Killer's so freaked out by this <laughs> that he charges headlong into Mum. And smashes all of her plates. Oh, yeah. I really thought that was going to be relevant. Oh, it, it is relevant. Is it? Yeah, she brings it back. Does she? Yeah. I have no memory of this. And it's the good China. Yeah. I'm sorry to say It's always everyone, the good China. It's the good China. Yeah. Broken, smashed on the ground. And she's upset. What are they going to eat off on Christmas Day? The regular China. <sighs> it's just not the same. Like plebs. Oh, you know, it's Christmas. Like it's like us at Christmas. We get the we get the good china out. Yeah. I don't know what china is. What do you mean you don't? Know? Yes, you do. You know what china is. Not really. Yes, you do. It's I'm like not a having plate. this. <laughs> china is a material that people make plates and dishes and crockery things but from. What's, what's it made of? It's clay. It's like china clay. Clay china, if you will. Is it from China? Yes, I want to say yes. What is what is it? What does it mean to be a China plate? Apart from Made somebody's off. friend. Somebody's friend. Yeah, China plate, mate, friend. 
hard. Uh, you, you miss me with that rhyming okay. slang, I'm afraid. But I'm sorry. Um, I refuse to. What do your family eat off on Christmas Day? Plates. Fancy plates, though. It's regular plates. Weird. We just we're, we're, or we always eat off of fancy plates. No, I think you. I've been to your house. I've eaten off those plates. They're not Christmas plates. That was mean. I wasn't judging you. You fed me for free. We don't have special Christmas... We used to have special Christmas plates. But they weren't, like, nice plates. They were literally Christmas plates. Like, they were tacky garbage. (laughs) That's okay for, like, putting the pigs and blankets and stuff on on the table. Oh, I'd eat off of, like, a Santa face for Christmas. (laughs) How old were you? Oh, 22. 23. No, that's, that's a lie. I think I was oldest, 18. (laughs) Perfectly reasonable age to be eating off of a child's Santa (laughs) plate. I can't think of any other situations to test you on, like, that you need fancy china for that are not Christmas. Oh, because, like, we we had, like, glasses and cutlery and stuff for, like, Christmas, but we got our Mm. use out of it. So, like, all year round there'd be, like, Santa cups... Just around cups or mugs, because I feel like mugs fine, cups, but special like, cups is very weird. Like like glass cups with like snowflakes glasses. on them and, and stuff. Snowflakes is fine. You allowed glasses and like snowflakes a little, glasses. There's a little Santa guy too. No, that's not fine. That's and I weird. just drink out of it all the time for years. <laughs> I don't like that. Why do you have no respect for anything? So I feel like I can break up the portions of my life into what weird cup I like to drink out of all the time. <laughs> What's your f- current cup face? Uh, I've got the... I've, I go for these. Uh, I'm holding like, a glass stein thing. Yeah. These a are a little, little weird, actually, aren't they? Tiny little mug. Made of glass. Yeah. Yeah, they are weird. Well, it was a great time where I used to drink out of Kahlua glasses pretty much exclusively. <laughs> for they all broke, so I had to stop. Describe that kind of glass for for everyone, and by for everyone I mean for me. Uh, it's like a uh, martini glass. Yeah, I thought I had a little triangle boy. Yeah. Well, you'd have like squash out of that. Uh, I'd I'd get a two liter carton of uh tropical juice from my local Tesco, and I'd drink it in Kahlua <laughs> glass sized <laughs> portions. <laughs> it was. So- so dumb because like an absolute wrong on you. <laughs> we'd be in the kitchen, and every third minute, I'd have to get up and refill the glass because Scott only got a sips worth in it. <laughs> Is this in your second year of uni? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. Oh, what a little Hugh Hefner I I became. <laughs> One time, because I used to drink tropical juice all the time because it was great, and I was poor, and I saw this other guy around campus. And he, he also just constantly carried two litres of tropical juice and <laughs> just drank out of the carton as he walked around. And we just, like, acknowledge each other constantly, like... Well, how did he know that you had the tropical juice? Because I'd sometimes just have the tropical <laughs> juice. I didn't bring the Kahlua glass with me, too. Yeah, you should have. Would I, sh- I should have. Yeah. Man, what a what a weird time it was to be alive. Fifty nine p for two liters okay. of I tropical juice. Anyway, Kill's broken some china. Yeah. Mum's upset. Oh no, what is gone wrong here? We cut to night time. They're in the new house. 
And cats just like washing her face. Yes, I remember that. Scrub, 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 get all the face juice off. You Thank know, you for uh, explaining how to wash a face. You know, you, you know Pro tip! You've got like. <laughs> you know, you get to the end of the day and you just got all like gunge on your face, you all gunk. And you gotta you gotta go upstairs and you gotta rub. Have you been getting into oils? That guy again. What guy? You know which guy I mean. The gunge man. Gunge. The gunge man. No. What's his name? Dave Benson. Dave Benson Phillips. Phillips. You've been getting into Dave Benson Phillips' house again. Been gunging yourself. Gunge. Yeah. I've forget. I've forgot to Dave Benson Phillips from Saturday Morning Kids like TV. <laughs> Why have you got gunge on your face? <laughs> Because I go today and I'm like, <laughs> buddy, do you mind if I just have a little go in the pit? <laughs> do you mind if I just have a quick gunge? <laughs> and he's like, if you must. You have to stop coming here, it's 4am. My kids are afraid. <laughs> Please. Mate, I'll, I'll be a few minutes. I just need to... Get my own back. <laughs> <laughs> I've got... Honestly, I've got this uncle who farts now. <laughs> and I need to get my own back. You've still got, like, the little ramp, right? <laughs> yeah, I do have ten trivia questions about him. I do. I do know the answers, Dave. <laughs> Honestly, I can get them done no time. <laughs> so then you need to wash your face in an evening. I do because there's always the splash sign <laughs> after after my my farty uncle has been gunged in the pit. If you've not seen Get Your Own Back, it's exactly like that. So that's what she's doing after she got her own back on her uncle also. Oh, we see somebody creeping into the room. Do we? Yeah. Is it her uncle? No, it's a sponge. <laughs> How do we see it creeping? How does a sponge the door, creep? The door creaks open and the sponge just moves. <laughs> rolls in. <laughs> it rolls, it's like on a string and they've just kind of like pulled it through the door. They were trying to lure something up to the bathroom. And then somehow the sponge is on the towel rail, so presumably it jumped. <laughs> Or it's like a snail, maybe, and can climb up the wall. It is really wet, isn't it? Like, she did run out being all wet at some point. It is. It's very damp. I reckon that's enough to suck you up to the wall, up the wall like a snail. Yeah. But he's, he's there. So she reaches out for a towel because her eyes are all closed because it's covered in, like... Gunge. In gunge. <laughs> <laughs> She's taking her uncle to task over something. <laughs> always it was always that it was always my uncle <laughs> makes bad smells constantly <laughs> it was a show it was a show about middle class kids being upset with their uncle for, <laughs> for burping loudly always if you had to take your uncle onto that show what would you be gunging him for I don't have an uncle your dad then if I, if I had to take my dad on to get your own back, <laughs> it would be for its own purpose. Like, sorry, dad. 
I have to take you on to get your own back. Uh, I'll just make something up. And what would you make up? Guys, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Something wrong with your dad. He's a good, good man. A... <laughs> <laughs> he was too good a father. <laughs> oh my! Oh my daddy! Oh. Told me how to ride a bike and by yelling trick shot at me. <laughs> He said I didn't know how to ride a bike until until I could give somebody a backing. <laughs> he sold me into slavery. What if the police did get your own back in court? <laughs> I sentence you to twenty years in the gunge pit. <laughs> Sending people down those dudes you've been there for 18 years. <laughs> Everything you ate would be covered in gunge. Can I have some parole, please? No. <laughs> she's still washing her face and she's looking around, isn't she? Because she's all covered in closed eyes. Well, no, she's got closed eyes, so she reaches her hand out and she fills the sponge. And she's like, ah! And she knocks a glass down in her in her surprise. Oh, yeah, I remember why it came back now. And it shatters upon the floor. Yeah. Much like Mum's china plate. Yes, 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 yes. And the brother's obviously surprised. So he's, he runs in like, what's going on? Stands on some glass. Idiot. If you hear glass shattering, don't be running anywhere. He did, runs in barefoot, gets a shard of like glass. A full-on idiot. In the foot. Oh, Absolute nightmare. Blood everywhere. He actually died. <laughs> <laughs> it cut an artery in his foot. Who knew you could die from that? <laughs> Went septic. It took months for him to, to fade away slowly. That poor boy. <laughs> Mum comes in and she's like, oh, you... God, what are you up to? <laughs> And then the brother leaves Get out of my with house. a bit of glass in his foot. He walks on it as well, which I don't like. And that's, that's the end of that scene. Like, night time now. It's she... still night time. It was already night time. Okay, it's gone from evening to asleep. She's in a okay. bed, cat. <laughs> what time of day, asleep? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's all the same time, because you go to sleep and then you wake up, so it's all like, it's instantaneous, really. Big brain. It is. Okay. It is. It's one moment. All right. No, look, buddy. I uh, no. I think you need to look and understand. Not everyone is as good as at sleeping as you are. Many of us, it's not instant. I sleep well, and you don't. Yeah. It's because I'm 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 not haunted by anything like <laughs> you are. But you've decided I'm haunted. Yeah. Why I am think I, I think you can't sleep at night because you've done something terrible. <laughs> okay. Not like. Haunted by a ghost. No, you haunted by, by your actions. By my memories, yeah. yeah okay. I think I think you might have committed war crimes in Yugoslavia. I think I really <laughs> do. And this is a sting operation, actually. This whole friendship's been leading up to this moment. The police are on their way. Oh, no. You will be standing trial in The Hague. Are they going to gunge me? <laughs> <laughs> They're going... <laughs> Fifty just... to life in the gun line <laughs> for the war crimes I did in Yugoslavia. <laughs> oh, it's my uncle Dimitri, and he did it. <laughs> he does really bad farts and also committed war crimes in Yugoslavia. Boo! <laughs> Thanks, Dave. 
Chief Justice of the Peace. <laughs> and he's going to go down on Ultra. If you could ask me what role he took in there. <laughs> Would you consider it a genocide? <laughs> yes, Dave. <laughs> Clonk. <laughs> One step closer to the gun. There's no gunge in this episode. The hate's got a gunge pitch. Gunge pitch, yeah. The pit wasn't big enough. They needed to expand. Cat's sleep in bed with her dog, Killer. Killer. Killer notices something. What does he notice? Or something. He gets up and he looks under the bed. He's like, no, Pomalski. And who's under the bed? Is it the sponge? It's Uncle Dimitri. Oh, no. <laughs> oh what's he about to do? Oh, he's about to gunge. Oh, no, he's not about to gunge. <laughs> it's the sponge, and the sponge will not gunge. Oh, no. The sponge makes fearsome noises. And then, uh, then we cut to morning. <laughs> it's morning now, and the little brother, he's recovered. Oh, thank God. It's a miracle. I was worried for him. <laughs> His foot's fine now. Oh, he didn't have to lose it. But, oh, it's, I don't know what they're doing in that household, but instead of the breakfast cornucopia you'd expect... There's no breakfast cornucopia? No, he just has a slice of cold pizza. <laughs> and he brings it down from his room. It's not like it's even been in the fridge. Yeah, like he just he just had they had pizza last night, presumably. He took Why is some, it in his room? He kept it with him. <laughs> He's a growl and they tried to take it away from him. <laughs> some people like to keep a glass of water by the bed. He likes to keep a couple slices of pizza just in case he gets oh, hungry. No. <laughs> He's a wrong un. Well, that'd be that'd be re- that's one of those like subtle changes that would feel really odd if somebody had like a bowl of nuts next to on their nightstand. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to trust them. It'd be you'd be it's weird. Yeah, what are we I talking see. about? We're talking about goosebumps. Oh, the breakfast cornucopia. It wasn't there. Uh, no, it was cold pizza. Instead, pizza yuck. Uh, and mum's like. Why are you eating cold pizza for breakfast? Yeah, valid question. The kid's like 11, and that's the mum. Surely surely mum just tells the kid, you know... Don't do that, that's odd. Stop. Yeah. I'm going to make you some oats. Make some gruel, maybe. You millet. Yes. Little brother's like, yo! It's got all the major food groups on it. That's a fair carp. It's a fair carp. Fair cop. It's a fair argument it's as well. It's a fair cop. <laughs> My head is going, it's a fair cop, as well as it's fair a fair cop, argument. Fair cop. <laughs> it's a fair cop. But mum, always on it with the zingers. She's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> your face has all the major food groups on it. She doesn't say that. She does. She, do you not remember this? Yeah, it was I like a sick burn. <laughs> that is a pretty sick burn. The cat comes in, she's like, where's, where's Killer? Killer the dog. Where's my dog? Is it her dog or is it the family dog? Because I feel like she's got the biggest bond to it. It might be the fact... She's too young to have, like, her own dog. I think so, too. But, but Americans are weird. No one else cares about the dog apart from her, so it's, it's her dog. <laughs> because everyone else is ready to put it in the pound. Yeah. You have dogs. Do, do they, like, 
bond to one like alpha? Do they have a uh, you you're my person? Uh, I don't really know how dog psychology works, to be honest. They're pack animals, so they just... Yeah, but is there one that's like, oh, you're my master, you're in charge of me? Because that's how it works in The Sims, so I can only assume it's the same. Uh, that I mean, that's the, the common belief about dogs. I don't know if it's Either true. Either your dog's yours, uh, when you lived there. No. No, they're, they're both, they're both John's dogs. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, killer's missing. Oh no. What shall we do? Well, after school, she's going to go for a bike ride to go and have a look for, for Killer. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing that. Why was it weird to me that she went to school? Do they not normally go to school in Goosebumps? Is it always, like, American summer? No. No, no. The one happened entirely in a school, if you remember. Mm, yes. It's just there's... Little, little attention is paid to... School is boring, so we'll do everything outside of it. Yeah, pretty much. Lame. So we cut immediately to after school, and she's she's gone for a bike ride. Yeah, looking for the doggo. <laughs> looking for the doggo. She's you know screaming in the forest <laughs> on her bike. Screaming killer. I hope that raised some alarm from the neighbours. I hope people killer, were out killer. looking for her. But then she starts going down a hill and tries to brake, but someone's cut her brakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. She like fell over a log or whatever. The sponge has cut the brakes <laughs> of her bike in an attempt to murder her. <laughs> a huge move by the sponge. Pretty proud of him. And presumably the sponge has also moved a log into the road because mm. she hits it and goes straight over the handlebars. Yeah. Flies a Impressive. good seven or eight feet. It's like... This kind of stuff that was hap- like used to happen to my cousin all the time. Like, I hope she's fine when we turn. But she she got hit by a car and just, like, walked home. And she went, like, over the windshield. Yeah, cat eats shit spectacularly. <laughs> Hard. Like, good on that actress for surviving. I should think it was, like, a stunt. No, she does all her own stunts. She did think great. It's, <laughs> it's, it's quite incongruous with the Goosebumps style. Because, it's like, it's a professionally done, like, stunt. Yeah. Impressive. That's what got her the job on Hannibal. Yeah, that must <laughs> must have been it. So she's laying in the in the, in the on the ground in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> it was her turn. <laughs> she puts her hands across her chest <laughs> like a corpse and sinks into the ground. It wouldn't be the first unexpected hole in the, oh well it would be the first but it wouldn't be the only she unexpected. sinks into the <laughs> she flies off her bike into the gunge pit and <laughs> sinks down the thought process is 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 thus she starts with her conclusion okay this proves it mm-hmm. everything is going wrong mm-hmm. then she looks back across the evidence <laughs> The china plate smashed. <gasps> yeah. Her brother got some glass in her foot. In her foot. In his <gasps> foot. In the, in the boy foot that he has. Her brother smashed. <laughs> the brother got smashed glass. Smashed. A glass shard in the foot. And now she's fallen off of her bike. It must be... Hence. Evil sponge. <laughs> Yes. 
I'm on board with the logic. Possible explanation. <laughs> even though at least two of those were definitely caused specifically by the sponge's presence. Yes. Rather than some omen by which it exists. Like the the dog was spooked by the sponge. The the glass shattered because she was scared by the sponge. And maybe the sponge cut her brakes. I don't know. I'm I not. think the sponge did cut her brakes because I I, I like the mental image. Did he have scissors or did he use his teeth? A Both. question for you artists. Both. <laughs> Both. Yeah, teeth didn't work. Oh. Shamefully, I had to go back to the kitchen and get a pair of scissors <laughs> and uh, cut the brakes. Is that what you cut brakes with or do you need something more sturdy? Uh, gardening shears. Uh, mm, that'll do it. I mean, they're, they're not car brakes. They're bike like brakes. Bike brakes. That's so probably fairly easy as it goes. So anyway, she goes home. She finds um, little brother and his friend Carlo sat watching TV. They are there eating popcorn and watching television. Watching Welcome to Camp Night Moon on there. No, yeah, they not. are. They are. Oh my god. <laughs> It's always self-referential with Goosebumps. There's no outside media. They don't have to pay for anything. It's layered. At least it's a good episode. They're going to be heartbroken when they get to the end, though. They are. They'll be very upset. (laughs) Cat comes in and says to Point Blank, look. I need you both to know there's a sponge and it's trying to get me. There's an evil sponge happening and it makes bad things happen. And they're both like, you're full of shit. They're like eight, so they didn't say that, but... Yeah. They said whatever dialogue was written, but the gist of it is... <laughs> fuck you, cat. I don't believe what you say. You're a liar. Yeah. And then... The little boys are always so confident. Then they're, then they're immediately proven wrong as the sponge crawls out of her helmet. <laughs> was it there the whole time? Yeah, I think it was. I don't think she felt it, because... Really? It's so wet and gross. It probably smells bad. That's what her helmet's like, too. She's got lots of cursed items in her house, actually, and the only thing that's weird about this sponge is that it's got teeth. Everything else looks the same. Yeah, so the so the kids... All of three of them now know that there's an evil sponge Evil involved. sponge. What should we do about it? She's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to bury it. Bury I'm it? I'm going to bury it in the garden. So it's she, an okay choice. It's not quite burning it, but... She gets the fire pokers... The mm-hmm. fire pokers. Tongs. She gets the tongs of fire, so she could have burned it because she could have burned it. There's a fire. fire. Yeah. But instead, she takes it out to the garden and she puts it in the garden hole. Right. <laughs> what? The garden hole. Yeah, she puts it in the garden oh, hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know about the garden hole. You know, when when you have a garden, yeah, and you own the garden, yeah, you just dig holes in it. You you dig a hole. Yeah. Not holes, a hole. Just one. Just the one. Yeah. Just in case. We all know about the garden hole. It's a completely normal part of British gardens. And, and American gardens, apparently. And, obviously, I'm an idiot. I forgot about American gardens. Although I think it may be localised to, uh, to Canada. Washington <laughs> State. Where yeah. They, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, Film this. Dig a hole in their yeah, garden. Yeah, perfectly square. Perfectly About square. the size like of an a, evil sponge. Like a small grave. For an evil sponge. It's like a memento mori type thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a... Super normal part of every garden. You know, sometimes you'll go out there on a summer's evening and you'll take like a beer and you'll sit in your garden next to the garden hole 
mm-hmm. and you'll recognise it looks sort of like a grave. Yeah. And you'll, and you'll be like, ah, oh, yes. One Everything day, is temporary. One day I too will die. And I will not be in that hole because it's too small. But I'll be in a hole, maybe. Yeah. So they put it in the garden hole. And they put it in the garden hole. And then start burying it. But they're all having a conversation at the time. And I'm I'm very much on Carlo's side when he says... Carlo, the little bike friend. Yeah, the little bike friend. He mm-hmm. says, I'm asking you, in the name of science, <laughs> not to do this. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he's like, you know what? You found a new form of life. Mm. Let's not just bury it. I think the sponge would be fine, though. In the absence of a cage, it's a good way way to keep your sponge in one place. How do sponges live? Are they like plants? Do they photosynthesize? Do no. Do they eat krill? I, I think... Is it krill? I think it's It krill. might be krill. Krill feels right. Krill from the sink. <laughs> Is it plankton? Yeah. Anything small like that that it can eat. But do they, how do they digest if they're like eating? They take the this food matter in and then it's very direct. So that whatever acid is in the sponge, because clearly something's in that sponge, digests it slowly just wherever it happens to be in the sponge. Oh, it's just like a, like a Venus flytrap might do. Yeah. Is that true of sponges or is this just conjecture? Did you just ask me if that's how sponges actually eat? Yeah. Yeah, of course that's how sponges actually eat. <laughs> I don't know much about sponges. They live I'm talking underwater. about kitchen sponges. I'm not talking about animal sponges. Oh, I was talking about the animal, the sponge. Oh, what, I was talking about it... evil kitchen sponges. How does it... Um... I can find out how actual sponges eat. Well, I, just, I just thought you might know. Well, because I will. You go, you go on the radio and you pretend like you know about science. Not but biology. You can't, Never biology. You can't even... How do sponges eat? Incidentally, Google listen to Gemma's appearances oh. on Love and Science on BBC Radio Bristol. You really don't have to. You don't need to say uh, that to me. Did you say BBC Radio Bristol? Yeah. I wish it was on BBC Radio Bristol. It's not on BBC oh, Radio Bristol. No. BCFM. On BCFM. Bristol Community Radio. <laughs> Okay, sponges have tiny pores in their outer walls through which water is drawn. Cells in the sponge walls filter food from the water. Yeah, pretty much. That's how sponges eat. I was right. You guessed it. You guessed the sponge cycle. Straight up. That's pretty much it. I'm sure there's something way more complicated because I'm only reading... I'm not even reading. I'm scanning Google. It's cliff notes. Yeah. That's fine. If you're a biologist, I apologise. But also biologists... If you are a biologist, (laughs) draw, draw us a picture... Draw us a picture of a killer sponge. Your knowledge is worthless here. Draw us a picture <laughs> of a killer sponge. This is also open to non-biologists. If you're an economist, draw me a picture of a sponge. Your, <laughs> your knowledge base means nothing. <laughs> Mathematician, sponge You pictures. don't have to have a degree to listen to this podcast. It's in Plumber, no way... Sponge yeah. pictures. You just dribbled so much. <laughs> Winemaker. Send us more wine. Sponge pictures. <laughs> Good father. Fuck you. Go play with your kids. Sponge wow, pictures. Maybe you can play with your kids and listen to a podcast at the same time. Not this podcast, they can't. But you can listen to another. I would recommend Myths and Legends. Good. It's always got like Stop. warnings at the start for kiddies. Stop. Why? You can watch this with your kids. You just said fuck. They're gonna learn it's it It's about time they, <laughs> they learn a little something about dear old dad. 
I'm sure he is a great father. I'm sure he's a loving husband. But if he doesn't draw sponge pictures, <laughs> then he can fuck right off. <laughs> That's what we need of him right now. I'm sure you're great to have a pint with. Do you have sponge pictures? <laughs> like a random guy on the internet saying, send nudes. <laughs> send sponges. <laughs> I'm calling all Goosebumps lovers. <laughs> Do you have sponge pictures? <laughs> I need them. What are you going to do with them? Share them on the internet. <laughs> We've just buried it in the garden hole. And the little bike we friend is and like, they, and yo, they, science. They override him. They think he's rubbish. <laughs> I don't think he's rubbish. I think they want to not die. Yeah, they, they decide between them. Mm. Maybe... Science isn't what matters here, it's the sponge. We should save our own skins by mm. burying the sponge. Mm-hmm. And they call that job done. Yeah. Go back inside, carry on. Gets to night time and we find Cat sat on their their porch. I really thought Cat was going to be sat on the mat for a bit. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, Cat was sitting on the porch squeaking. Squeaking a little ball. Mm-hmm. Trying to get a killer to come back. It was not immediately clear to me that this was a dog toy. And I was just like, what's she doing? Like, where's killer? So sad. Oh, oh yeah, the dog's gone. Crying cry. She needs to change her name. Her dad comes back. come back then. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm going to call you... Change her name to dog and then he'll feel loved and appreciated. And he'll come back and then you can call him lover instead of killer. People will ask you questions, but it's probably fun. if you call yourself dog and your dog lover, you'll definitely get some questions. But it's okay because you can answer them. Actually, just move it to a, to a lesser crime and a prettier name. Call it larceny. I don't know how to help you. Do, oh, I, don't to <laughs> I don't need help. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh God. Oh no. Yeah, dog won't come back. No. What a fucking shame. Dogs run away Boo-hoo. all the time. This is not because of a sponge. <laughs> The dog just didn't want to be there. The dog misses the old house. It's only five minutes away as the dog runs. You're right. The dog's probably quite confused. Yeah. I feel like... Dogs don't understand house moves. They're arbitrary. And the fact that it lives there now just Has adopted him. Yeah. yeah. They've called it something less stupid. Like larceny. <laughs> <laughs> Fido. Oh, no, I don't like Fido. I've never seen a dog called Fido. It's like the quintessential dog name, but I've, mm. never, I've never met a Fido. Well, how many dogs do you know the name of, though? Because you might have met a Fido, you just didn't know his name. You're right, I could have chanced upon a Fido. I've never known someone to call their dog Fido. What's that dog called in that video? What dog in what video? Where he shouts his name. It's a bad sheep dog. Fenton. Fenton. (laughs) (laughs) I miss Fenton. 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 (laughs) What are we talking about? Oh, the dog. He's gone. He's gone, still. They go inside, and suddenly it's the next morning. Wow. And they walk outside, and what's happened? I don't know. Oh! Everything in the garden is dead. Yeah. Well, it's been painted brown. Yeah. uh, Presumably by the sponge. (laughs) He got the... He he gunged it. He did. He really did. Oh, no. Yeah, everything's... He has a scorched earth policy, the sponge. 
And so they're like, you know what, this is killing all the plants, we have to dig up the sponge. Why would you dig it up in that moment? I'd be like, yo, this thing has the power to just murder everything within a five metre radius of it. I don't want to be in that radius. I don't want to bring this into my house where it can kill my family. Humans are just one step up from plants on the murder scale. I don't know, I feel like I feel like murder's one thing and causing crops to fail is a slightly different thing. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're, They're tantamount. All 30 years in the gunge tank to me. <laughs> <laughs> to the tanks. <laughs> so yeah, they decide to dig up the sponge because it's like killing all the prized plants. And they want the garden hole back because the garden looks weird without it. Feels weird too. Mm. <laughs> Not quite right. Cat's like you know you know who can who can solve this mystery. The scientist, Mrs. Vanderhoff. She's the only scientist lady I know. That is, it's a science teacher. So she takes it to a science teacher. School does sharp in this. Mrs. Vanderhoff, what's up with this sponge? And she's like, this is just a normal kitchen sponge, garden variety sponge, regular everyday sponge. What are you talking about? She's put it in a hamster cage. <laughs> she has put it in a hamster cage. Big thinking. She's like, this sponge killed my family. Please gunge him and dissect him and tell me what happens. And the teacher, teacher's surprisingly game. She's like, you know what, I'm going to run tests on your sponge. Yeah. Well, she's bored, isn't she? She's got nothing to do. Her husband left her four years ago. She doesn't have any kids. She doesn't really like her job, but she doesn't hate it enough to leave. She's just like, yeah, fine, whatever. And there's no more... Love Island on tonight. I've got nothing better to do. This is better than going home to my husband and children. They're gone. No, they're gone. That's what I'm saying. She'll be listening. She's got no one except... Sponge. A gerbil. A gerbil. Yes. She has a gerbil. And he's called Terry. Terry gerbil. He's nocturnal. So by the time she gets home from school some nights, parents' evening, he's already awake. What do I mean? By the time she gets home... It's still early. He's asleep. She's got a few hours to kill before Terry wakes up to listen to her day. So she's got to do some tests on the sponge first. She goes on about her her teacher work immediately after Cat leaves. And the sponge uses its telekinetic mind powers to uh, break a beaker. Yes. It's really into just breaking things. I love it. It's his (laughs) favourite. sponge. Shattering glassware. Because if he doesn't break them, then they'll need to be cleaned, and then the, the, she'll use his body to do it. Yeah. Which has got to be annoying. You're right. He saw the china and was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just that. Like the teacher saw a sponge magically destroy a beaker. No, I think she saw a beaker break. There is a different thing there. Well, no, because the sponge was was glowing and making a noise. Was it? Yeah. Didn't see that. The magic, Clearly, the magic sponge, it, like. If I manage to not see it, then the teacher can have not seen it, and it'd be fine. Okay, we're gonna assume she didn't see it, because otherwise, she didn't negligence see. on her deaf. part. Yeah. Now we cut back to the house, and Carlo's brought over his favorite book, the <laughs> Encyclopedia of the Weird. Like, Carlo's the most relatable character in any single Goosebumps episode. Carlo's just like a dude. He's incredible. We all had weird books as kids, right? Yeah, we all had encyclopedia of, like, monster guys. I had, guys. like, a thousand and one random facts you need to know. I had that one, um... It had, like, a cat duck on the front. It was a cat duck. No, it was a duck with the head of a cat. 
Oh, weird. They were random. Three volumes of them. Loved them. So Carly is... Carly. Carly. Carly Beth. Carly Beth. <laughs> Carlo is looking through his encyclopedia of the weird and finds... Evil Sponge. Evil Sponge. It's called a gruel. Oh, yeah. Why do they call it a gruel? I That's a know. food. Maybe. I don't think they have the gruel in their minds. Do Americans have gruel? We don't really have gruel. We have gruel. I don't. You, you don't still get gruel, really. No, but we all know about gruel. We do. We know what gruel is. We're a gruel kind of country, though. To be fair, a lot of our our food is grey. Brownie, yeah, sort of brown, brownish grey, lumpy warmness. I mean, it was just like the cheapest thing they could feed kids in the workhouses. Gruel. Mm. That's why he's eating it in the beginning of the of, of, of Oliver. Oh, I thought you were going to say Liam's episode. I was like, oh, wow, cool. No. Yeah, Oliver. <laughs> Oliver, of course they do. But they want some more in Oliver. They do. He does. More? Um, never before that moment has anyone <laughs> ever... <laughs> You've got to get the words from actually, Oliver right. I've told never, you about this on this show before. Never once had your anyone name. ever asked what, for more. What's your name? Oliver. Yeah. So what show should you know the words to? You don't know any other show, so just say it again. Oh. <laughs> it's, I was like really reaching for another name. I was like, Annie? Annie. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the joke. It took way too long to think of that. You need to watch more musicals. You didn't even know Oklahoma earlier. So what's a gruel? A gruel is a porridge. Oh, in this case, it's an evil sponge that makes bad things happen. It's a living bad luck charm. Just like you. Well, there's a great, there's a great exchange of dialogue here, where Carlo tells uh, Daniel and Cat that it's a living bad luck charm, mm-hmm. and Daniel immediately responds, "It causes bad luck." Daniel's maybe not the brightest button. Carlo's like, "You're exactly right," which really, <laughs> really shows that he's come to be used to yeah. Daniel's nonsense. It's like you know the whole trend of like. You, um, you never seen um, two pretty best friends. It's that, but for brains. You ain't never seen two smart best friends. He's just encouraging him. Clearly, Carlo is the the science boy. He's gonna go places. Daniel, not so much. But that's okay. You drag him with you. But at least it's not a lie. Like I'm doing to you, dragging you with me. Though you are a heavy, heavy dead weight. Sorry, um... You can't just look to the camera like The Office. There is no camera. (laughs) Sorry, where is forcing my housemate to watch Glee at the moment? I'm still forcing you to watch Glee, aren't I? You're just enjoying it now. For no no reason. Haha, I won. You fool. At least it isn't a lanx. A lanx? Oh no, what's a lanx? It's a vampire potato. Yeah. (sighs) Remember that. Do remember that a lanx... Is a vampire potato. At this moment when we were watching it, you called exactly what would happen for the rest of the episode, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it becomes very clear because it's so out of place. The rest of the episode is very stark with dialogue, like everything's going somewhere. Mm-hmm. So as soon as he says that, well. <laughs> so continues reading down the list of things a gruel is and does. And we find a little nugget of information that if the owner gives it away, they die. <gasps> Better give it away. Was the highest stakes we've ever had on Earth. That is very response. high stakes, to be fair. Death is hardly ever on the table, mm. but now it is. And do you know what? 
that's actually pretty good of the gruel, isn't it? Because like you try and you get this bad luck charm. If you try and foist up on someone else, it's like no, you're cancelled. The... <laughs> <laughs> was it? You're cancelled from life, from existing. Yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> you're cancelled. I don't think that's what happens on like Twitter when when somebody that's says it, something that's problematic. Where it came from. I don't think they get cancelled. Yeah, that's where a, it came from. People are like cancelled. They don't exist anymore. We're not interacting with that because it's not real. I'm afraid you've been cancelled. Please get in the forever box. <laughs> I just think that's a good... Get, look, I'm going to hold your head under the gunge until the bubbles stop. <laughs> that's what it is to be cancelled. I think that's just a nice move by the gruel. I think of all like monsters, it's nice to see one with a bit of morality. I don't think it has cognition like that. I, I think it does. It's clearly an agent of chaos. No, it just understands. Stuff just happens around it. It doesn't really get a say. Oh, then the gruel is as much a victim as we are. Truly, it's an understandable monster. What do you think would happen if you washed him out? The gruel, does he stop being so gross? Because there's a lot of, like, Japanese mythological creatures where it's just, like, stuff that's got too gross or old and it becomes magic. Do you think that's what happened to the sponge? You reckon it was just under the sink for was, so yeah. long it became a bad luck owner? Yeah, that's my theory. Yeah, as good as any other. I don't have an encyclopedia of the weird myself. I should so. ask Carlo. I don't know where he is. Carlo, where are you at? So how old are you right now? When did this episode come out? 1996. Oh man, Carlo's older than me. Weird. Dude, this episode came out before either of us were born, so... Exactly. Everyone who appears on screen... Is dead. Is necessarily older than us. Yeah, I know. Why are you explaining? <laughs> Clearly I got that. But... This tweets with them. They've given it away, technically, yeah, to the teacher. She's not dead. The so. gerbil lady. We don't know how quickly it kills you. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I'd, I'd be... But they make the, the decision to go and get it back. So they're going to go and, like, break into their school. Fun. Always good. We cut to the school hallway, and there's a sort of a, a member of the janitorial staff. Yeah, they just, like, made it in, didn't they? A caretaker. Yeah. And he's, he's singing a little song... It was a song I know. What was it? You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy, the skies are grey. Yeah, You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Now please don't take my sunshine away. Yes. You are my... Well, we could just break in. Like this is this is pre nine eleven, so you can just walk into a school any time of day. Uh, no checks, no nothing. It's still like that here. It's still like that here, but like in the in the US, in I America, get there like metal detectors, metal detectors and stuff, which is wild, isn't it? Is it pre Columbine? Maybe. I have no idea. I think that was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, because schools are just like places where you go instead of like. Places that you can shoot up. Like airports. Yeah. And they just absolutely trash the place, basically. Uh, That's exactly what anyone would do if they broke into a school. <laughs> wherever, wherever they go, they seem to break something. Well, they've the got a bad luck omen charm thing. Oh, I mean, they're, they're trying to find it, so does that intensify or remove some of the bad luck? I, I don't think it affects the level of bad luck. I think they're just doing something more risky now. So your bad luck will matter more than if you're just in your house. 
I don't think it's bad luck. I think it's like clumsy. That's the same. So just going around, hiding from the janitor, has kind of like sneaked towards Mrs. Vanderhoff's room where she's kept the sponge. Sponge. What if she took it home for her gerbil to be friends with? Then they've broken it for nothing. Well, then maybe she would die. If the teacher takes ownership of it. It doesn't specify how they die. What if What if it was death by murder? What if it was death by old age? Yeah, that'd be weird. It's like that king, or whoever it was. Some figure in history used to ask people what would be their least favourite way to die and then make sure it happened. And then some people got wise and started saying old age. So looked after them. And they found out that that really was the worst way to die. <laughs> oh no. You gotta live forever. And the lights go out. <gasps> So suddenly we're all plunged into darkness. Janitor goes to fix the lights, drops something on the floor, and then in coming back up, hits his head so hard he knocks himself unconscious. Oh my god, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, no, he does. He... Wow. Uh, that's not even like a bad luck thing. Nothing was set that's up. This was him. just <laughs> something that happened. Thank God they were there to do nothing, I assume. Oh, they do absolutely nothing. <laughs> dude's out cold for like way too long yeah. for it to not be an issue. Call the police. No, no, the other one. The ambulance. In fact, they're quite relieved because they can just go and like have a look around. And they start just like upturning bins and like flipping <laughs> desks and shit. Like they're, they're going nuts looking for this sponge. If you had to lick one thing in a science lab at school, what would you lick? Probably one of the tables. Coward. What you want to be licking is the mercury. <laughs> <laughs> the cat hears something. What does she hear? She hears something on top of a cupboard. <gasps> what's on top of the cupboard? She goes up to look at what's on top of the cupboard. Yeah. And there's a sponge! Oh no! And the cupboard. Exactly what we were looking for. The, the cupboard falls on her. <laughs> She's dead. And Flat. she gets crushed. <laughs> crushed. No, it falls, she falls just out of the way of the cupboard, but the cupboard has fallen over and everything in it has smashed. Chemicals on the floor. Chemicals everywhere. The chemicals were something, but were they like dry ice as well? I, th- I feel like the chemicals were doing something that chemicals don't do. They were like fizzing uh, or... What, the chemical was acid. It's just acid, general, and it was making right. red vapour clouds. That was it, yeah. For some reason. <laughs> but now the doors are locked. Oh no. Ow. And the gruel, it's growing. Yeah. It's got all of the acid vapour in there. Juice in it, and it's all it's like. It's getting large. It's getting swollen. <laughs> Trying with Ben Swallow. <laughs> Swallow. You looked like Ben Swallow at the time. So the kids are like, we gotta get out. Juicy sponge. Let's grab the unconscious janitor and let's hightail it to the window. I, at this point, was very worried because I was like, my, all my sons have her at school on, like, the third floor. So I was like, they're going to die. And also there's a bad luck sponge. They're going to definitely die. Most definitely. Most Even today on ground floor, a bus would swerve into them <laughs> and just crush them a against the side of the In the, the middle building. of the night. Yeah, the night bus. There's <laughs> only one every six hours, but it got you. <laughs> There's been one bus in seven hours. Oh, your bus has to be slightly less regular than mine, does it? (laughs) Okay. But as they're dragging the janitor, his headphones come unplugged from uh, from his walkman he was listening to. (laughs) 
Oh, the 90s were playing bar. out loud. You are my son. The longest song in the world, apparently. Mm. Unless you just had it on repeat. Oh, I hope he did. I bet you just had it on repeat. I mean, this was the 90s, presumably. Uh, He's got three songs on there. It's done yeah. the loop already. <laughs> Cassettes can only have one song at a time, and it's <laughs> always that one. Always, every single time, without fail. And what happens? The gruel, it begins to shrink. It gets smaller. It does not like the, the song. The song makes it sad and it gets small. The song makes it happy, which makes it small. It's a happy song. It's too cheerful. It makes the gruel feel loved. So he must be small So they him. do the amazing bit of logic, these kids, and say, oh, the gruel is bad. It loves <laughs> bad. So it must hate good. <laughs> And, and they're like, well, great, we've done it. Sounds strong to me. Let's but go then, for it. Let's stake our lives on that. Tape player breaks. Oh. What can we do now? If only we were equipped with some way of making songs. Like with our bodies. Unfortunately, they're not. So they have to just compliment the sponge. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it. You're they great. Didn't, they didn't they even sing. They, they knew the song worked and they did not try singing. Yeah, yeah, no, they they compliment the sponge instead, and like kind of sarcastically, but it's good enough yeah. for the sponge. The sponge takes it. Oh, I love this was an incredible bit of cinema. Sponge, you're really great, and like that's that's not me doing a being bad at doing their voices. That is what is, they're is that like, yeah. unenthusiastic? Carlos said something incredible, didn't he? I thought Carlos said something that was like. Just an amazing compliment for the sponge. I can't remember what the exact compliments were for the sponge. I feel like it was amazing. I guess we'll never know. You should watch Gotta it. Gotta watch the episode. <laughs> and then draw a sponge. <laughs> Don't no, forget. draw the sponge beforehand, because that's what I'm interested draw in. Draw a sponge and then watch it. <laughs> and then amend the sponge. Yeah. Because we want accurate sponge drawings. We want, no, I want... I want I want inaccurate Buddy, I'm trying sponge to, drawings. I'm trying to make it look like... No, look, I, want, I want them to be accurate sponge drawings. So, pe- so people look at this and think that we know what we're doing. No, because if, if they draw it accurately, it means that we did a good job of describing what's happening. And uh, most of the time, we don't. Okay. We just I'm on do board. not. I'm on board. But if there's a few accurate sponge yeah, drawings... Yeah, just one or two. Just one or two. One or two. I'll put them on the Facebook page and people think, you know what? These two. But I want a little variety. I want people to be like, yo, how did two people get such wildly different drawings from the same description? We can do that personally. We'll throw in some wild cards. We each will draw a sponge. Yeah. Absolutely. you got to guess which ones are ours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're complimenting the sponge, but the, the acid gas, the red vapour has attacked the sponge... And made it grow again. Mm, it's huge again. Oh, they're it's losing the battle. Dummy thick sponge. So the janitor takes this moment to wake up. Oh, thank God. He's alive. He's like, oh, fuck. He's presumably got a concussion or something. So he thinks it's a good idea to just pick up a fire extinguisher and just, like, spray it everywhere. <laughs> Don't worry, kids, I got this. I'm just going to throw some chemicals on top of these chemicals and hope it doesn't, like, kill all of us somehow. <laughs> but it... It works. Yay. Thank God. To be he, fair, he might have been trained in how to clean up spills in the science lab. It's I don't job. think he was trained in in necro sponges. 
No, but he knew how in to stop curse the chemicals. omens. He was trying to stop the chemicals, I think. And it just happened. It that... just happened to be enough to kill the sponge, or not kill, end the growing of the sponge. So compliments and fire extinguishers are what work against the <laughs> winning combo. <laughs> <laughs> And that's done it. That's absolutely... The sponge is... Uh, small. Small. Gerbil-sized. Gross. He's still yucky. We're in the same place we were at the start of the episode. Yeah. But now, Cat knows what the what the sitch is with the sponge. Yeah, knowledge is the biggest weapon. Yeah, that's the message of this episode, really, at mm-hmm. heart. So we join a some indeterminate amount of time later. Not super long, but a little bit. And she's still got the sponge, because she can't get rid of it. She or can't give it away, die. or she'll die. But she can just, like, keep being positive at it. So she greets it every morning and says, <laughs> oh, Good morning, Mr. Sponge. You're a lovely sponge. I love you. <laughs> and then puts on a repeat. She gives a little headphones. Yeah, little headphones <laughs> on the sponge, so it's always happy all the time. <laughs> My favourite part about this was that, from the parents' point of view, <laughs> her dogs run away. <laughs> so, so she's adopted a sponge as her new pet. <laughs> Imagine being the dog coming back <laughs> and seeing that you were replaceable by an inanimate object. Oh. But yeah, Killer's back. He comes back, does he? He does. Oh, Killer okay. comes back at the end and he's brought a little present. Oh god, what is it? Oh yeah. Oh, it's a potato, isn't it? Oh, what have you got here, Killer? Oh, it's a vampire potato. It's a larynx or whatever. Oh, it's a lynx. Lynx. Thanks. This do- this dog is the killer all along. He's brought the vampire potato. Because he's he's he found the gruel. He's brought the potato. He's working against them. He doesn't want to be there. He's going to get them all killed. Dun, dun, dun. I think it was probably the dog all along that had uh, had this. He created the the killer sponge. Mm-hmm. You can't trust dogs. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Did you like it? Did I you didn't. like it? No, not really. Or us, or the Goosebump. That was not my most favourite episode. Of the Goosebumps? Of the Goosebumps. No, that was fine. Just average Goosebumps episode. I did quite enjoy this, though. I thought we were good. (laughs) We were good. We're always good. We're always here, you know. We're we're coercing our audience into drawing things for us. (laughs) I really hope someone does. They don't. I'd be surprised if we get any, but I really hope someone does. I'll be checking that email every day. Or <laughs> well, you can send it to us on Facebook. You can, you can just That's easier. message it straight to the page. Draw it on Facebook, we don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we're done then. Yes? I don't really have anything else to say about the episode. I mean... I feel like we need to close it out with something, but like it was just a we very We need some nothing. kind of salient point. Um... <laughs> Will there be a part two of them with the potato, do you reckon? No, I think that was a complete non-sequitur. Yeah, it's just a little jokey joke. I'm glad that Catherine Isabel went on to be in Hannibal because it was a good show. Yeah, from what I've seen, it is a good show. Why aren't we doing this about a good show? Uh, Because we're not good enough. You're right. We have exactly matched our ability to the quality of also, show. Also, because I, I mean, like... I feel like you have to be much better at what we do to do a good show because you have to have like 
We can't just sit here every week and go, man, that was good. Yeah, you're cool. right. We need to have something bad to say about good shows. And I don't like people who just make no, up. No, we don't have to have something bad, bad well, we to say. We have to have something to say about good shows. And it can't just be... Yeah, like, imagine if we did this about the first few seasons of Game of Thrones. We'd be like, oh, wow. That was fun. We could, we could probably do it. It's just... It's such low-hanging fruit. What, Goosebumps? Yeah. Yeah. Also, nobody successfully followed through on talking about the entire Goosebumps TV show in a series thus far. I don't think we'll make it either. But we might. Much like like the Goose Chumps, we might all probably fail before (laughs) we We got 12 episodes in before we accidentally took two months off. Yeah, we're taking (laughs) measures to avoid that in future. We are. What are those measures? Releasing every other week. Is that the only measure? Yes. Okay. We're taking measure to avoid that. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, here we are. Back into it. Back in the game. You know you want to follow us. You know you want to keep listening. Yeah. You know you want to encourage us to not drink while we do this. <laughs> do you reckon we sound more and more drunk as, as the episode goes on? I don't know. We'll probably never find out. Why? Because we're never going to listen to them. Because nobody will ever tell us. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for listening. Thanks, lads. Clean your sponges. Bye. Bye.